welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. Hello, everyone. In this episode, we will talk about the advantages of using temporary online partial discharge monitoring to help keep an eye on PD activity between diagnostic measurements. Joining me for this discussion are Omicron PD experts Bogdan Gorgan and Patrick Sander. Both have joined me before in Energy Talks for discussions about partial discharge testing and monitoring. In this episode, Bogdan and Patrick will describe the differences between temporary PD monitoring and PD diagnosis, when temporary PD monitoring makes sense, and how both PD monitoring and PD diagnosis complement each other to help you assess the insulation condition of your electrical assets and make condition-based maintenance decisions. Hi, Bogdan. Welcome back to Energy Talks. Hello, Scott. Happy to be back. Patrick, thank you for joining us again. Hey, Scott. Also from my side, happy to be back. Thank you both again for being here for this discussion. Bogdan, could you describe the key differences between partial discharge diagnostic measurements and partial discharge monitoring? Yes, PD diagnostic measurements can be done with the asset offline or online. So the asset offline means that you need to have a separated voltage source to energize the asset and online it means that the asset is connected to the grid. So in order to understand more about the uh, results, a powerful diagnostic software has to be used with features like, example, um, an adjustable bandpass filter, um, existence of PD separation methods like our uh, three-part and three-frag methods, options for gating, uh, be able to record streams and also to replay that. But not only, you need to have the possibility to adapt the settings uh, for better results visualization. And here um, I refer to uh, scaling of the different results, um, etc. So, um, and also the, the diagnostic measurements typically are done periodically, which means within larger time intervals, every six months, one year or two years, as spot measurements, but the, the duration is only few hours. So, whereas if I go to PD monitoring, PD monitoring is um, when the PD equipment is left connected uh, to the installed sensors for a long time, for weeks to years, and the PD data is continuously recording during, during this uh, time without the need for the user to interfere whatsoever. Additionally, alarms can be configured when we monitor, yeah, based on the different recording parameters. Okay, how is temporary PD monitoring beneficial between diagnostic measurements? Yeah, a very nice question. Um, temporary PD monitoring is covering the time between the periodic diagnostic measurements, during which um, the insulation condition or the, how the a defect evolves is unknown. And the rate at which a PD increases is unknown and really unpredictable. And by um, looking or by observing the signals in time, 
the necessary actions can be taken. Additionally, um, if you <clears throat> looking at the signals in time, I repeat myself once again, um, a correlation with load or temperature can be done um, in relation to PD, and also the, the disturbance signals or noise signals can be easier and faster identified. Okay, thank you, Bob Dan. Patrick, what is PD trending and how is it used to assess the insulation condition of electrical assets? Yeah, I mean, trending, as the name already says, this is uh, over a particular time. So it can be uh, continuous trending, like in the monitoring system, or can be um, temporary monitoring, as Bogdan just has described. Uh, but trending, like the idea with it is to see a change over time. So um, if there's a suspicion for uh, PD defects in, within a certain asset, uh, people would connect a monitoring or temporary monitoring system to the asset to trend the relative change over time. So it's not to... Um, to identify the root cause or definitely um, the the cause of the PD, but uh, it's, for example, suspected to have PD or um, there is strong PD activity and we want to see if this is changing over time. So that's what we refer to trending in that case. Okay. How is the trend data received different from PD diagnostic measurements? Also here, uh, it's it's quite similar to the diagnostic measurement itself, but I mean, the um, diagnostic measurement is a spot measurement or can be various spot measurements at a, at, a, at a particular time or a particular date. So we're doing a couple of tests, that's diagnostic measurements. And in trend, basically, or in trending in that case, basically we are applying similar uh, measurement frequency, so measurement detection settings and stuff to the to the trend session itself, but we will keep the trend running. So instead of clicking and executing the measurement on our own, sitting in front of a computer to do that, we would have the computer and the monitoring service doing that for us for the designated time that we set it up for. Okay. Patrick, when should you use temporary PD monitoring and what is recommended or what is the recommended length of a monitoring session? Um, also, as I said before, um, I personally would always use temporary monitoring, for example, if I um, have a new asset, which I energize for the first time, like as the initial phase of a new asset to see if there's something suspicious happening in that time frame, or vice versa, if I have an aged asset and I'm suspicious that something might be happening with that particular asset and I want to I wanna verify that there's something happening or something appearing in certain conditions, that's where I would use temporary monitoring or simply when I have a huge amount of assets where I wouldn't invest into permanent monitoring systems for every single asset, but rather would have a temporary monitoring system circle around them. Like for example, do a measurement a monitoring session on that particular asset for a week, then go to the next one and so on. And the recommended length depends a little bit on the asset, I would say. I mean. Uh, if we would look at the cable application, normally we wouldn't expect any PD to be happening there. So it wouldn't make sense, at least in my opinion, to to leave a temporary monitoring system connected to a cable for 12 weeks or something. So I would say if nothing is changing within one or two weeks, then it should be okay. Um, but uh, I would give it a couple of days. So personally, I always refer to temporary monitoring as a session or when a session is, has a duration of some days to some weeks. Of course, it can be extended also to a couple of months, but typically I would recommend something between a couple of days and a couple of weeks. Patrick, how are users informed that there is a problem and what are the next steps to take? 
This depends a little bit on, on what type or what application we're using. For example, in temporary monitoring, uh, the benefit of having a temporary monitoring system is you can leave it at site. So you would go there, connect everything and uh, set everything up so that the device can be left at site. And then typically you would retrieve the device and analyze the data from there. So in that specific case, you would see it when you analyze the data, but you could also connect the uh, temporary monitoring system to the internet through a LTE router, for example, and look at the data in real time and analyze that or you could uh, set certain thresholds to trigger alarms and warnings and then get notified through an email. So granting you would have connected it to some kind of a network or internet. Uh, same would apply for the permanent monitoring system. So uh, if you have that connected to the internet or to the network, um, you can trigger alarms and warnings through email. Uh, you can look at the data and of course, at the latest when somebody either, for example, Omicron experts or service providers are analyzing the data, somebody would know that. And then based on the analyzation and based on the recommendation from the analyzation and from the expert report, we or the service provider would notify the customer that there's this or that problem, or it might be a solution to do this and that to solve the problem. So typically it's all linked to the analyzation of data. So in terms of um, triggering an alarm, it has a lot to do with the thresholds previously set by the user, is that correct? That is correct. So uh, one thing, maybe it's drifting a little bit too much into theory and, and the technical stuff, um, but what we have to remember in in the online application, also in the trending application, we are not worrying too much about the absolute values. Of course, the absolute values of charge are triggering warnings and alerts based on the thresholds, as you just said. Um, but that's one thing to, to remember. We are looking at the relative change. Uh, but for example, if we would be saying, um, we are setting the measurement and the monitoring session up and we we just see a background noise we just see a like a regular data of say i would just say 10 nanocoulombs as an example um, based on that we would or the user would set the warning and alarm thresholds and if this is exceeded then first the warning would be triggered and as an escalation then the alarm would be triggered so it's always linked to the individual settings the user or we are setting it up for very good. Patrick, will temporary PD monitoring play an increasing role in asset condition assessment? To be honest, I'm not sure if temporary monitoring per se, so emphasizing the temporary monitoring will play an increasing role. What I would say is that uh, generally monitoring and also, of course, PD monitoring is playing an increasing role over time. Um, it's not just linked to the electrical industry, right? I mean, um, there's a trend in the industry and in certain applications to have more sensors installed, to have more monitoring, to have more values as we go, uh, go agenting with certain assets, certain devices. So I would say generally the trend towards monitoring and condition-based uh, maintenance, that's definitely increasing. And with that, automatically, I think PD monitoring and also temporary PD monitoring would increase as well as the general trend to condition-based maintenance. Very good. Thank you, Patrick. Bogdan, which diagnostic features are available in temporary PD monitoring systems, like, for example, Omicron's Montesto 200, and which are not? The Montesto 200 has the possibility to um, adjust the measurement frequency, the um, PD signals and disturbance signals are automatically separated within the three-part diagram, and uh, we can suggest, or the, the software automatically can suggest the most probable defect type, but this is also, uh, this is only active for 
available for rotating machines as asset based on a library of known defects and disturbance signals. And all these features are available within the uh, monitoring software, yeah, which is very powerful. However, the device doesn't have the uh, diagnostic software powerful enough. Um, and this diagnostic software with the features that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, and um, it doesn't allow the, the freedom to the user to identify and evaluate and go in deep, deep analysis um, looking at the measurement results. Uh, also, uh, I have to mention that um, there is no compatibility with other diagnostic devices like our PDL650, uh, the acoustic lo locator that can be used on power transformers or the, the new uh, UHF 800 device. The reason is that the, the, the Montesto 200 is to be used as a trending device uh, exactly to, to target the applications what Patrick just mentioned. Yeah. So all the, the, the looking at the data, yeah, as, as, uh, as for a few days to, to few weeks, yeah, uh, especially between um, PD diagnostic or PD um, spot measurements. Okay, so just for an example, um, for, if you were to pick up on something in the PD diagnostic measurement, and you want to keep an eye on it, uh, trending with a temporary PD monitoring system might be the answer just to see how it behaves under operating conditions. Is that correct? Exactly, yes. Very good, thank you. What should you use then instead for PD diagnostics and why? Yeah, so instead, um, to do partial discharge diagnostics, we have to use our MPD 800 system um, because it has the hardware flexibility, um, compatibility with the other, uh, with the different devices that I mentioned to do more diagnostics. Uh, and it has the, um, the diagnostic software that allows um, all the flexibility and also uh, is in requirement to the with the IC sixty to seventy standard, which I didn't mention previously. Okay, now you had mentioned the MPD eight hundred system, for example. Could you describe the PD trending feature available with our PD diagnostic solution MPD eight hundred? And with this feature, why do you still need a solution for temporary PD monitoring? Um, yes, it is true that the MPD-800 has a, a PD trending feature and this feature uh, provides the users with um, support for triggering the measurement uh, based on different conditions. For example, it's possible to uh, automatically save uh, PRPD screenshots or record data, set files when these conditions um, are met. Uh, you can choose um, after a certain time interval to save the data or when a measurement uh, reading exceeds the um, threshold that you configured for a certain time. Uh, and this is possible for a few hours, yeah, for a few hours only. And this is the, the key here that when you like to record the data or to trend for um, a few days, uh, two weeks or months, then the MPD-800 can't do that and the Montesto can. Now, speaking of both temporary PD monitoring and PD diagnostics, doing both naturally uh, is, is much easier if you have some convenience built in. And uh, one of the ways in which we do that is through a terminal box. 
How does the Omicron terminal box play a role in convenience of switching between temporary PD monitoring and PD diagnostics? Uh, yes, with, with the terminal box is is convenient because um, the the sensors, yeah, the PD sensors that are permanently installed, connected to the asset, um, then their their um, output is connected to the uh, to the terminal box, which means that uh, now the user can, without taking the asset offline, can simply open uh, the box and make connections to the, to the, your diagnostic or, or tr a trending device. So I find it really convenient, uh, as well as um, the online taking the, uh, uh, also the advantage that the asset is is online, and uh, which is um, offering the more accurate operation. No, the, this is the the way that uh, the asset is in operation. So you you consider uh, all the parameters that can affect the, uh, the the PD as well. I'm just saying that yeah, it's it's simple way to to perform a, uh, a either diagnostic measurement or a temporary monitoring because um, it's yeah, it's it's easy to use. Yeah. Thank you, Bogdan. Patrick, after using a temporary PD monitoring system like Omicron's Montester 200, what makes asset managers eventually decide to install permanent PD monitoring systems for nonstop online PD trending? I think this strongly depends on the type of asset and also on the type of maintenance strategy of the customer. Right? Mm -hmm. For example, um, either through the temporary monitoring or through even spot measurements as a diagnostic measurement, the customer is suspecting something or even has um, has found out that there is this something which is ongoing, something critical to his asset, for example, a critical type of uh, PD, for example. So now the question is, can he really afford to only do a couple of tests every now and then or even leave a temporary monitoring system there for a couple of days, couple of weeks? Or is the um, asset important enough for him or as important to really justify a permanent monitoring system to be uh, permanently installed? So there are, I, I wouldn't say there's a black and white answer to this mm -hmm. or a left, uh, left or right answer. I think it really depends on the individual situation and also on the individual maintenance strategy of the customers. Like in some industries, it's it's not really too critical to have an asset that is failing, right? You have uh, exchange motors, for example, you have spare parts and stuff. So you simply, it fails, you change it, nothing really happens. But for example, looking in petrochemical industries or something like that, um, where it's really, really um, critical if something is failing because the whole process would be stopping and hundred thousands or even millions of uh, euros or dollars are wasted just because of the unplanned downtime, then it's really, really critical. And then people would decide to go permanent in that case, right? So it's it's a little bit of individual situation, but uh, as long as uh, somebody would justify there is a critical defect and I can't afford to only know uh, certain conditions or certain times uh, what's happening, then they would install or they would invest into a permanent monitoring system typically. Okay. Do you agree that even with permanently installed PD monitoring systems, PD diagnostic measurements are still needed to be performed when a potential problem is observed, and uh, why? Also, answering a little bit with maintenance strategy, um, yes, I would totally agree to this. Um, I mean, it, it, it's really, can I afford to do this? For example, looking at a big power plant, depending on the operator of that power plant, sometimes you have like 
uh, every four years have you have a minor overhaul every uh, other every other four years so eight in total you have a major overhaul of that power plant or that block so in these times where you have a plant outage i would still invest into diagnostic measurements for example in the power plant uh, for the motors and for the generator um, so I would definitely do that, uh, but depending on on certain things where you don't have the possibility of having these outages regularly, or if you have these outages, uh, you have other things that you need to take care of, then it's a little bit of a compromise and it really is, is down to the maintenance strategy. But ideally, like in an ideal scenario, I would always make an offline diagnostic measurement whenever I can, and I would combine that and I would correlate these datas or data streams that I that I gather from the from the tests and from the diagnostic measurements and correlate and analyze them with the online conditions. So definitely a yes, but it's it's really dependent on the situation. Okay, great. Give me your biggest benefit for temporary PD monitoring. Patrick, let me start with you. Uh, the biggest benefit, I, I would say, you definitely have an overview of the online and on-site conditions. Like, if you only do um, spot measurements every now and then during outage, you have, for example, coming back, I'm a machine guy, so coming back to the motors and generators, uh, you would see normally the machine would be switched off, isolated, and, for example, the winding would be cold. So you have different, you have a different situation that you would have online. So in that case, I mean, we could argue having also online measurements then you also see this particular time frame in an online condition but maybe in that situation something critical is happening because of external circumstances so you wouldn't know is that really the uh the real situation or the 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 usual situation so you would always have just this uh, particular time frame and with temporary monitoring on the other hand you have a bigger overview so you have more samples so you can estimate and you can analyze and you can also yeah, justify your analyzation and your recommendation that you that you take away from the analyzation more because you have more samples, you have a longer time frame that you uh, monitor and that you assess the condition. So that's definitely one of the major advantages for temporary monitoring. And looking a little bit into like the financial aspects, of course, a, a, a huge benefit is you only have one device and you only install sensors permanently on the assets. So it's uh, compared to permanent monitoring system on all assets, it's it's rather affordable compared to a full-blown monitoring system for all your assets. Okay, very good. So just to confirm, you can use the same instrument, same system on various assets. That is correct. Great. Thanks, Patrick. Bogdan, what is your biggest benefit of temporary PD monitoring? Yeah, so for me, I would... Um go um, side by side with Patrick is you simply have uh, more data yeah you simply have more data you collect more data so especially when you compare with the a, a spot measurement yeah because you can also do an, just an online measurement um, and if it's easy to identify that there is a PD you can look how is the uh, degradation rate yeah it's increasing fast it's increasing slow um, or uh, in many time or many times or, or in uh, almost all the time you have um, disturbance signals that are overlapping with with your PD signals yeah so having just a spot measurement it's quite complicated to really uh, look and identify and say okay I'm pretty sure that this is PD or not and having uh, more data to look at and to see how this are changing in time then in my opinion it's much more easier to um, um, confirm yeah 
with a high accuracy that uh, yes, this is uh, a, a potential defect and it needs to be uh, monitored even a longer time. Very good. Bogdan, where can our listeners get more information about the PD diagnostic and PD monitoring trending solutions we mentioned in this episode? Yeah, so generally, I mean, the information, uh, it's available, first of all, on our website, yeah, www.omicronenergy.com. Uh, over there, you have sections like products or applications, yeah, where you can find a lot of information. Um, also, if you go to the uh, section called uh, training, then you can uh, apply for a training or you can join one of our scheduled trainings uh, that are available also um, online nowadays. And um, offering, we are offering also webinars that are recorded so uh, people can visualize that. that. And um, yeah, additionally, um, yes, a very important thing that Omicron is generally present in the different conferences, yeah, IEEE, magazines, SIGRE uh, working groups, etc. So people can find uh, our work also published there. Thank you very much, Bogdan and Patrick, for this discussion about the benefits of temporary PD monitoring and trending performed between diagnostic PD measurements in this episode of Energy Talks. Yeah, also thank you for the invitation, Scott, and um, thanks a lot for giving us the chance to more clearly explain the differences between the diagnostics and temporary monitoring. And I hope that the listeners after this uh, podcast, um, they have a, a clear understanding or picture of what is which and what is which. Thank you. Also from my side, uh, thank you very much for having us. Uh, it's, it's always good to talk about this complex application, PD testing, PD monitoring. Feel free to reach out to us or to the colleagues anytime. It's, it's always good to talk about these things, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you both very much for this discussion. And a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. We always welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing and offers you the matching solution for your application. This includes partial discharge testing and monitoring, which was the topic of this episode. For more information, be sure to visit our website at omicronenergy.com. There, be sure to look under training where you will find information about Omicron Academy courses and webinars on partial discharge measurement and analysis, as well as many other power system testing topics. Under events, you will find information about upcoming exhibitions and seminars around the world where you can meet us in person. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone.